These fuckers are crazy. You'll have to find something else to travel in. Them's the rules around here. Turn around and get back in your car. You can't be serious. Come on. They're going to be gone in a sec. And I need to hurry if I'm going to follow them. I'm sorry, you're what? Take this. This way you can call in if you have any trouble. Saul. No time. Wait. What channel? 23. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to We're Alive Archive. Chapter 6, Part 2, The Remains of Eastern Bay. I'm here with Jenna McCombie. She is the illustrious and amazing voice talent of Scratch. And, well, welcome, Jenna. Welcome. Thanks, Casey. Thank, thank you so much for such a nice introduction. <laughs> I'm so, I'm kind of blushing, so for, for, that was such a nice... Hey, if you're, if you're not tuning into live streams, you can't see her blush. You're just listening to the audio of her blush, and it's just not as cool, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's very not scratch. <laughs> yes. You realize that Jenna is like not exactly the body incumbent of scratch, if that's a word that I just Body made. In incumbent? Incumbent. 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 Uh, Incarnation. Inc Encompassment. There's, there's There is some word that is this real that I said there. In, 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 in Emulate? The root. Yes. Some, somewhere <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah. That'll work. Um, Real life emulation. Yes. <laughs> So, um, so we're listening here to, to archive, uh, or to, to part two now. Of chapter six. Of chapter six. Um, and I'm here with uh, Shanti and Michael as our engineer. And uh, if you're tuning in live, welcome. And if you're tuning in via podcast later, you're also welcome. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to do it and yeah. just go with it. No worries. Um. Do you have anything for us, Shanti, or do we just gonna kind of roll in? We can just kind of roll in. Cool. This, these are longer parts, so let's good let's find out awesome. what happened to Bert and Scratch on the road. I need to try playing this on piano sometime. It's it's pretty cool. Um, oh, I got the grease on me. <laughs> or gun oil. It's okay. Just be aware. I gotta not play with this thing all day long. <laughs> You're really enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's it's a, it's a comfort thing. Like when I used to have my M16, like it's weird to like when you lived with it overseas and like you have it everywhere you go, like yeah. in the bathroom, in the shower, like you just have it like right there with you. And then not having it anymore felt very weird because it's like it's like a part of you. I can imagine. For our podcast listeners, uh, we brought out Shirley the gun. Ah, yes, episode. Shirley is here. So Shirley's in the building. With feel free, us. feel free. You can you can take her at any time. It's... She's so pretty, but she's not mine. <laughs> I didn't like Shirley. Oh, because she was on the other side of you. She, yeah, I call it the dark side, but. Well, you Hi, got Shirley. her in the end. I did. <laughs> it's so evilly. I did. <laughs> We're all trying to live out here. These folks are no different. I just have a bad feeling about this. Bert is right, as always. <laughs> Getting there. It felt very weird. Oh. Yeah. Don't forget that. I wonder if I can pull it up here. I'm gonna pull it up later. Um, I have your family tree of your character that I can share a little bit about. Oh wow. Whoa. Yeah. Yes, he does. Quite a loving one. 
I might add. A loving family tree. I say that sarcastically. <laughs> if I remember right, your mother, you take after your mother, not your father. If I recall correctly, I think so. And you know your first name. I do. I don't know if you remember. I told you your last name, but I don't know if you remember it. Does the wider We Were Life community know Scratch's first name? I don't think you ever told him, did you? We did. Did we? Go ahead and pause for a second. We did um, We did reveal it on the live stream last time, but we could say it again here. Um, I don't think we did last episode. Oh, it was on. It was not archive. It was on um, Apartment 2C uh, when we did that live stream. I think you said it. I think I did say it. Then. Um, You're right. Because wasn't that a question? Yeah, it was. I think so. Mm. But it's uh, it's actually the, one of the names of the other actresses in on our cast too, mm. coincidentally. So we'll 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 tease that for now. We'll come back to it when you guys are in the uh, shop. Maybe that'll be that'll be a good pausing moment question. there. <laughs> yeah, out with it. We got food, ammo, water. I just want to point out that the big rigs are important but we don't know why and we don't want to we won't know why for like another season <laughs> it's, it's just one of these weird things trade me for that oh hell no 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 you got it all wrong we wouldn't want to take her with us oh okay okay i got you for a minute there i was like what the f i don't have anything well you could always do something for us oh hell no so I get a lot of slack over that. Um, people asking about Scratch's sexuality because of that line. Um, which uh, I would like to say that she did find Lizzie attractive. And she plays on both teams depending on what she wants to do. So, yeah. There you go. Mama's wondering. Has been defined. I actually didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't make it a big issue after this because I felt it was a distraction, especially once your anger came into play and things like that. And especially yeah. also when you have spoilers when you are in close proximity with Lizzie later, it becomes a non-issue if that makes sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. it does. It's completely different. What'd you say, old man? Hate to one up you. But I gotta, you know, what's even more All the intimidation that he gives does not work on Bird at all. See that other abandoned Because he's he's got he's like this thing. Yeah. When he has it. That one's already in our territory. Not for trade. No, 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 no. No, I just want you to visualize it, that's all. Play along or you won't get the joke. Bert, come on already. And there's only one person at this point that's that latch and scratch fear. But we don't have a name for him yet. Because it's the reason why you don't want to give up the tanker. But you'll, you'll, we mentioned him later, but it's Durai. Yeah. Graham does not know who that is yet. No. I don't think Graham does at all because he shows up way after. He's mentioned in this episode, though. Mm, oh, yeah. When, when they get to the shop, they, they talk to him about him. Yeah. The, a hollow point would not be very accurate from that distance, but it would be. You caught me. You could probably, you could still hit it, if you knew how to do it, Ralph. That big old drum from this distance, so I'm a liar. Yeah. But see its side mirror. That's definitely the iconic Shirley sound right there. Never lies. 
She speaks the truth with every .50 Action Express round. I don't know why he takes out the clip at that point to show it off. Like, just to let you know. Just to let you know. It's a .5. Teeth out of my dog here. Just walk away. The road warrior. Fucking movies. Yeah, he, uh, it's one of these things where we always try to call attention to all the post-apocalypse movies out there. Because, you know, they exist in this world. Mm -hmm. Up until 2009, that is. <laughs> it's just easier to, like, you know, why not call attention to them? It feels like no other movie or show does that. Like, zombies exist in their media, you know? Like, they ain't gonna see this big old rig behind them. Makes it easy to, you know, communicate, too. I hate to say it, but you're right. We can't trust them at all. I'll make sure they don't follow you back to the tower. You think they'd do that? Yeah, well, I'm usually right, and I wouldn't put it past these two. It's bad enough to worry about the zombies getting in. Saul, you don't have to. We'll just keep Did he say he had a lot yet, Bert? What they wanted to do uh, oh, I, would think you'd be I don't think it. so. Hmm. Think about this one, too. Oh, wait. You might want to follow these cockroaches back to their little nest. Those pistols they were carrying came from my shop. It'd be nice to know where the rest of my shit went. I had a lot. There he, is. he had a lot that he didn't want to tell them about at that point. That includes the rockets and oh, all those other things that he was actually arranging with an arms dealer that they stole from one of his safes. Mm. Latch did anyway. So that comes up later. Latch is the lockpick, lock yeah. One of his better qualities, of course. Clearly negotiating. <laughs> Clearly intimidating is not one of them. Yeah. No, he was he was the smarter one of the two in the family. He, he, he did well at school and, you know, criminology, if you want us to call it that way. <laughs> criminology, the study of crime. Just in case. I don't know why he has a box of there, but they think something's up. Saul, I, I am. Yeah. No time. Drive like a half a block up, and I'll sneak out the other side. They won't see me. Getting in their car now. Shit, I gotta go. Hmm. Wait, what channel? Did Latch and Scratch know that Bert was the owner of the armory that they raided? Go ahead and pause. I, uh, two things. 23 is a reference to a friend of mine's favorite number, but what was your question? Oh, uh, to Harrington <laughs> asked in the live chat. Mm -hmm. uh, did Latch and Scratch know that Bert was the one whose armory they... They, I think they pretty much had it confirmed right there when mm. she said locked and loaded. Um, and Bert can confirmed it at that point. Gotcha. Cool. So, but no, they, uh, I don't believe they, they did it at that point. All right. All right. All right. But now they know. Now they know. Based on his reaction. <laughs> he has another question, but I'm going to save it for the actual question section. Okay. Mm. Gotta give him that. 
Yeah, so 23 comes up a couple times in the series. It's also Michael Jordan's number. Mm-hmm. So if anybody's wondering, that's where it originally came from. <laughs> My birthday, too. By the time we rounded the corner, he was still running around just as the blue convertible sped off into the opposite direction. Blue convertible, giving colors to cars and things like that, because we don't give gave colors in audio. was at least a couple of miles away. I trusted Saul. I just didn't trust what he might be up against out there. I think this is the commercial break, where we get the little beep. beep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mid-roll. make the sound effects <laughs> ow what happened just a little shock quit focusing on me this is such the weirdest sound design now that I look back on it it's like metal box metal box hit 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 it's like weird why is this rig any different someone installed this one really well they used screws instead of duct tape like that last one wait it's like shaking a toolbox. At least I don't think so. Here you go. Why are you giving this to me? Well, I'm driving. You're hooking it up. I'm what? Just match the colors. Red, yellow, and black. It's not hard. But I'll get shocked. Maybe. Only a little. It's either no. that or we're incommunicado with your little boyfriend for a while. Uh, well, which wires first? I don't know. Go with your gut. The things I do. Well, just imagine what Saul's going through right now. This is nothing in comparison. How does he know? I know that that was a little like. It could be bad, but. Really, he could just what be like, well, I lost him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm walking around. Bert. Come in, Bert. Can you hear me? Bert. Uh, in, Bert. The walkie-talkies. I love when the radio's coming to play. It's a way to have our characters in two different areas at the same time, but still talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Very good. Sweet. It was also like the perfect thing for an audio drama because it's like, oh, you can do the cool effects. Yeah. Yep. Give it a little bit more. Is that a chainsaw? Nah, the motorbike. Or a weed whacker? Oh. <laughs> Sounds like a weed whacker, <laughs> though. <laughs> Similar sized motors, actually, for some like of them. It took a while to find something that would have been easy to tell the blue convertible in and not be seen. By the time I found this gray motorbike, they were long gone. Gray motorbike, another color. In the direction they headed. Pointing it out of anybody, I don't know. <laughs> when I saw their car outside a clothing store. When I was listening to this the other day, Blair's like, "This is the most echoiest like clothing shop ever," and I was like, "Yeah, kind of." It's like I wanted them to really know that they're inside of a building. We shouldn't have let them go. What else can I do? Does this look good on me? It's a little short in the sleeves. Fine. You explain what happened to him. Explain. Oh, you explain. 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 Little country left over there. Scratch, you're missing a very big point here. Why do we tell him anything? You want us to lie? 
I don't know about you, but I am not that sort of a person. <laughs> Integrity people. Yeah. Honor among thieves. Because he stared too long at you? I'm sure he remembers. Well, maybe not. He's probably dead by now. <laughs> you have a problem lying. Just a random killing of Scratch. Him. Latch, Latch doesn't buy the whole family thing as much as Scratch does. Buckley D to you two. Buckley D. Did you write that in, Casey? Yeah, that's one of my written ones. Let's see here. Where is this? Oh, here it is. And what are we going to say? We gotta get our story straight before we go back. And here I thought you wanted to go on a little shopping spree with your dear little sis. Okay. Latch was born first. Mr. Spearing, mm. In case you're wondering. Just moments, but still. <laughs> it matters. Yeah. When you're a twin, it matters. Stealing one of our tankers. Mr. Jirai, we tried to catch him. Honest. She really is afraid of this guy. Yeah. He's high up in the he was high up in the command. Use your head. Okay. I got it. We shot to them several times and No, that ain't gonna work either. We're fucked, aren't we? You're that what did mom used to say? Oh yeah. Gifted one. You come up. Hmm. Alright, that's a good pausing point, I think, right there. Because yeah. we a can little resentment there. Yeah. Oh. We can talk a little bit about uh, so what what do you remember your name being? Your real name? Claire. Correct. Mm -hmm. Um do you remember your last name? It's a really like, I remember I I sent you like in a text message one time, like you know what? It. No. It's okay. Does it end in an I? Did it end with like an I? Um, or no? An L. And no, okay, then no, it's not. Uh, so it's Claire Amsel, the yep. second. Never thought. Nope. I didn't tell you about the second part. You didn't tell me about the no, second. No, you didn't know about that one. So that's <gasps> there's there's you, and uh, you were born in 1978. Oh in gosh. case you were wondering. For okay. those listening on the podcast, Casey is looking at the family tree um, as we speak. And then your brother was John Amsel, or Latch. Uh, your mother was uh, Lorna, and your father was Roy Amsel. Um, and your mother was from another family. Mm. So you were actually uh, the, the kids of two family members. And your grandmother was Claire Amsel the first. So, in case you're wondering. Well, yeah. that's a surprise. Yeah. yeah. So that's a little bit of your your family tree, in, in case you were wondering. Yeah, you heard it first here, folks. Yeah, and your you mother was not family. a very nice person. I didn't stand a chance. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't stand a chance in this world. No, 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 no. And and uh, interestingly enough, your your dad was pretty cool, but your mom was mad. But clearly, she loved me. If she called John the gifted one, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> uh, well, you can imagine that your scratch has a lot of history in that too. Yeah, mm -hmm. 
So I'm sure the feeling was mutual. Yeah, as we discover more about you, the history of Scratch later on in the series, um, you weren't exactly the apple of their eye in terms of how everyone viewed you in some ways. In a lot of ways. <laughs> in some, no, in a lot of ways. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of history there. There's a whole bunch that we have never even touched on that uh, that is definitely there that I'll, I'll reveal a little bit today. Why not? But he also didn't reveal to me either until we were recording. Yeah, no, no. I, I don't think I ever. I don't think it, it took a while to actually tell you your name. Um, and interestingly enough, if actually anybody looks up what Amsel means, it means black bird. So if anybody's like, why are there a bunch of crows hanging around all the time when Scratch is around? That's right. Spooky, scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, you know. Okay. What's in a name? A lot. <laughs> a yeah. lot. Yeah. Casey plans his things. Intensely. All those little Easter eggs. Yeah, we get a little. We get to have a little bit more here on the archive. That's fun. So. That's fun. Yeah. All right. We can keep going. <laughs> I still don't know why we have to say anything at all. You're a genius. Why lie when we don't have to? I told you, simple works every time. Try to complicate it with too many details, that's where you get caught. Maybe if you had let that seep in when we were young, oh. we wouldn't have ended in lockup so many times. I learned my lesson. I follow your lead now, don't I? We almost got a shot today. But we didn't. You're just lucky we didn't shoot first. Hard to do with an empty gun. Yeah, but they didn't know that. But I did. I almost shit my pants several times. Those people meant business. Well, so did I. Did you see that shot? Even he couldn't have hit that. Come on, let's start heading back. Remember, we saw nothing today. We just raided a few stores and got a few supplies. That's it. We saw nothing. You know, sometimes you're very ungrateful of all I do for you. It's supposed to be in ingrateful, right? I do a hell of a lot for you, too. Like what? I think ungrateful. Ungrateful, I think, is, is it? a word. Uh, yeah. I can't remember if it was. Ungrateful. Yep, ungrateful is a word. Yeah? A month and a half is a long time to you? I've spent that in solitary. When everything went down, who? Who was the one who went back for you? So this is explaining how, like, Scratch. If I had been in was the one who went back to Eastern Bay and got everybody out. I would like to think I would have. You're welcome. John, as I did. I did lots and lots to make sure I freed everyone. More of those country things coming out. And he rewarded you for that and continues to. And still, you constantly throw it in my face. I'm not. Bro. I'm not. Just want you to remember that. Mm. I'm not a waste. I'm useful. Today was just an off day for me. Just wait till tomorrow. Whenever you doubt it, remember through thick and thin and all those creatures in between, I came through and I rescued you. I wouldn't be there in the first place if it wasn't for you. See? We're even even now. You took the rap I sprung you. Because you are safer in We can pause there for just a two seconds because it uh, rumble, rumble, rumble. Um, you would have ended up life in prison 
had he not taken the rap for you on this last thing was what she's referring to there if in case anybody's wondering does it ever go over why they were in prison in the first no place? not in, not in this uh not in where life mm. so there might be other other storylines that we have figured that out that might give more incarcerated. but as of not yet mm. well, so. well 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 well, well, well. <laughs> um, you are safer so yeah. in lockup than all the people out here. So I think so. So Scratch had to go through the infection zone to get back to her brother, but and she made it. Yeah, and she wants to be recognized for it. Clearly, yeah. Understandably. You know which rules. You're supposed to report in every hour. Where are your balls? Give me that. <laughs> Look, Charles. I know what his rules are. Do you think... That was a little, like, mistake that we left in. Because it's like, oh, it felt natural. Like, you're, you're mm -hmm. figuring your way through it. <laughs> I liked it. Around the corner, and you just called him to us. Need to shut the fuck up and quit asking questions. It's not like you to have to be I love it. Here. <laughs> She's such a bitch. <laughs> There's definitely a pecking order in the Maulers. Although we haven't given him that nickname yet. Saul is the one that coins the phrase. Come on, we better start heading back to the others. The ambiance music is so spooky. What was it like when you came up with the term Mahlers? Like, was it a kind of eureka moment where you're like, oh my gosh, double entendre? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I wanted to see, because I, I needed to come up with some sort of name to give them, so I didn't want to, like, the others was something from Lost. Mm. And I was like, well, they just called them the others, and that's how everyone referred it to them. But I wanted something more than that, and I didn't want them to be just the prisoners or something like that. I had to figure out something. So, and because in the audio world, like nicknames are kind of important. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, uh, oh, Maulers, M A U L E R S, would work out perfectly if I just had them in a strip mall and blah, blah. <laughs> so it kind of worked out that way. I thought it was spelled M A L, as in like mall. No, it is. Practice. Yeah, that's the actual spelling, but like people. Sometimes spell it M A U L as if it was like that's maulers, as in like you know, people who maul you up and spit you out. Yeah, so a triple entendre. <laughs> so the name came first, and then the location. Yeah, so then the location came first, I think, in some ways, but I knew I needed to have some nickname for them, so it kind of came together, I think, at the same time. Gotcha. I didn't think so. Because I was trying to figure out where to have them held up, and a mall was felt like a really good, you know, area. No idea where they want us to put this rig. It's too big for the garage. I don't know how you get in though. Maybe if you knock. No, the keypad code is on the door. Once I'm inside, the guard should see me and let me in the stairwell. Shut that fucking dog up. Poor lady. I know. She misses Saul. To be honest, that's how I felt about my brother's dog for a very long time. It was just so loud and yippy. 
the entire time. <laughs> Take this little dog. It's acting up because Saul isn't there, but you know. Of course. She misses Papa. My little Han Solo would act up whenever I'm not, whenever I wasn't oh, home. Oh, 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 oh he he tore things up. That should be it. I just attached the last piece and filled it up with the last of our fuel until Saul gets back with more. Brushing off legs. It's a very like, I'm done working sound effect. It's uh, been a while since <laughs> Statue. Yeah. It's the first time we've come back to the tower in a while. Since like a chapter yeah, and a half. Michael's back. Yeah. Or break something that we couldn't fix. Oh, is that all? What do you think I said? Say a prayer. <laughs> Damn it! Well, at least it didn't blow up. I, I don't understand it. We put everything back where it belongs. Stupid piece of shit. Always kicking things. Kicking things was like a really good way to put anger in a moment. God, there's a lot of stairs. Lizzie, you're back. You okay? How'd it go? Where is it? She just went 13 flights of stairs. Nice. Yeah. You got the fuel? It's pretty full. Out fucking standing. Where does it go? I need to get back down there. Bullet to the north side of the building. Like I fucking know which side is north. So much swearing. <laughs> Even Lizzie's getting in the game. I need to talk to him about another supply run. Well, that's going to be a problem. Oh. Oh, my god. He's No, no, no. He's he's fine. I think just come with me. If you want to live. <laughs> <laughs> And going down those 12 slides. Oh my steps. So many stairs. <laughs> There's a lot of stairs in We're Alive. Yeah. Yay. You get in shape real fast. No, that's the thing. Like, in, this, in the, well, that's the crazy part is like, it's a conservation of energy because you don't get to eat a lot, but you have to expend a lot of energy. So everybody either is getting real thin or, you know. Pretty, pretty ripped. Pretty or most likely, ripped. actually, they're just going to be pretty anemic in some way. <laughs> Sadly. Yeah. Survival will do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is why Hurley would never be like that, even in Lost. So, sorry, guys. No. I'm going to call BS on your logistics. Yeah, but I mean, Bert does say have, he has a Buddha belly at this time, which, you know, it's not too far after the start of this, so he does get in better shape as it goes. Matter yeah. of fact, actually, he was pre-diabetic before this started out so he actually gets healthier as the series progresses mm. silver yeah. lining to the zombies. yeah the zombie <laughs> apocalypse saved his life in a way um so that's uh so that is it for for part two let's get, jump into these uh questions from the fans we got a lot of them oh we have a couple of questions about your untimely demise, or <laughs> untimely demise. um I'm going to ask them all at once, because they're all pretty much the same. Sure. Rodri Randis Arturius, boss name. That was. Uh, asks, do you think Scratch went out in a fitting way? TJ Fitterer says, how does it feel to be buried alive? And Carlos Beltran Agueta asks, this is probably more for Casey, how long did Scratch stay alive once Bert buried her? You know what? I, I thought it was pretty fitting considering it's not a way that she would want to go out. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of it. I think that kind of gets her. She's not going out in a brawl. Or a fight, no. Yeah, she, it got, like, I don't, I don't get that chance. So I think it, it's fitting in that way. I am, 
I'm terrified that I'm buried alive. <laughs> I know I'm not getting out. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's a slow, agonizing death. Ugh. And I'm not, like, I, yeah, I would be freaking out. Ugh. Yeah. I, I liked it for my own standpoint, just because um, early on in the series, Bert goes, I'm going to bury you. And it's foreshadowing to of her demise of exactly how he wants her to go. Um, and it, it would be th about three days, if anybody's really wondering. Three that's that's long. Days. No water. No water, uh, nothing. And the heat. Well, it wouldn't be too hot. It would be... Well, he had the fan. He had Didn't he put fan. a fan in there? He put a fan in there so you wouldn't suffocate. Because you uh, starved him in the basement. Yeah. So he was like, I'll guess you. what? You're going to know what that's like. Mm, yeah, Arr. that sucks. Mm-hmm. Bert was not having it. <laughs> no, and it was... And, and, and Bert... Bert gave, I mean, he did not give anybody else a choice of what to do with Scratch. He made the decision for everyone else. True. Because, like he said early on, is like, you don't understand her like I do. True. They have a rather intimate connection, as it were. <laughs> uh, let me see. Becky Lawson Bowman asks, Do you think after Scratch got her revenge, she could ever turn or change sides or would she always try to find someone else to seek revenge on oh you think she would would she be if, good if she lived if, well, if she lived yeah once she had gotten her revenge would she be like at peace i don't think so with it or would she seek out more oh you mean if she actually did kill pegs yeah i don't i don't see her being satisfied with much of anything Ah, from my standpoint, I don't know. Really? Because um, because you did, I mean, there's a couple of points in the character's past where you did get revenge and it was good enough. Like when the person uh, who ended up, uh, you know, the scar thing where you ended up. You right. Know, I did go cast, after him. Yeah, cast. You were like good with that. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. We're even. You, mm -hmm. You're done. Your lineage is cut off, literally. Um, so it made sense and it kind of, I think you were at peace after that with yourself. Um, so I think you might have been, but we never got to that point. So, yeah, see, I don't know. I just don't know <laughs> if she's going to be. Yeah. Where would she have gone after that? In that kind of world? Uh, those are, that, that gets down such a hypothetical road of like, yeah. <laughs> I saw True. such an end point for her there, uh, in the series that I don't, I can't see it going past that much. Sure. Makes sense. She was always meant to die. Yeah. Sorry. Well, she was always putting herself in situations where she <laughs> that was a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't think that the series could have jumped like it did if 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 Scratch was still a threat out there. Sure. Yeah. There's a few antagonists, and some of them have to go to keep the story moving, right? Uh, let me see. So Jamal Morg Luckett asks. When you took the role of Scratch on, did you ever think We're Alive and your character would grow into the phenomenon that it has? Uh, I didn't know my character would. I, I had a feeling the, the series would because it was so well written. And I go, you know, this is really, um, this is in right now. Zombies are in right now. And th like this definitely has a chance to, to grow. Walking Dead wasn't even a big walking, thing at this point. You're right, it wasn't. It was mm -hmm. it wasn't there yet, and um, of course, whenever that grew big, that I'm like, yeah, see, I, I was on the right 
<laughs> I but, bet on the right horse. But no, I, I, I didn't know if my character would. I hoped it would. Mm -hmm. You know, as an actor, you want to be hated and loved at the same time, especially when you're playing a villain. You want them to be like, yes, nobody else can play that. <laughs> yeah. um, but I am so happy that um, she did. She was received, you know, good and bad. I, I, I'm, ha I'm happy that with, with the outcome of uh, people's interpretation and perception of the way I played her and, and just in scratch at herself a as a character that exists in the story yeah uh let me see john edwards asked <laughs> <laughs> you know famous politician john edwards. Yeah. uh were you going to kill lizzie after she gave birth <laughs> okay i'm reaching back yeah that's an interesting question i'm trying to think myself like would you have wanted that i don't savvy. think you would have i don't know i don't know either I don't know if you would have kept her alive because of the connection with the child and just been like live through her slightly mm -hmm. or completely stolen the child. I mean, she's she's she is unpredictable. It's hard to. Yeah, it's hard to imagine. What, OK, well, here's a thought. I'm going to do it. You I know, didn't because I never wanted Scratch to have her hands on the child. So it never crossed my mind as a writer. But that would be an interesting like maybe scenario is like what if what she would have done. Because mm -hmm. uh, she always, always wanted to have a child, like ever since mm -hmm. she was little, before she started going down her dark path. Um, she always wanted to have, uh, she was like always the kid carrying around the baby doll, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. And sort of her life didn't give her those cards, sadly. Yeah. I know. That's the life of the family. It's like, God, would she live vicariously through her or would she just eliminate her because... No, this is mine, and, and, and you can't have it. Yeah, I don't know. I can see her being willing to let her live, and then Lizzie does something to try and remove her from the child's and that would, life, and that would be the, and that would be the threat. Cost. Yes, that and she then doesn't like, want to oh, have to live. You don't. You're not okay with the situation. Well, then I'm not okay with you. Then. Yeah. 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 That's actually that probably would be the most feasible. It's like if Lizzie would have rejected that idea, because she was already concerned at that point. She already knew that there was something there that like. Why are you so interested in me all of a sudden now that I'm pregnant? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. That was a great question. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Got us Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's the wrap-up for, for part two. We're going to jump into part three uh, next time, so be sure to tune in. Uh, thank you again, Jenna, for, for, for being with us here for Chapter 6, Part 2. And for everyone who's tuning in live on the live stream or listening to us after, we're always glad to have you here on the We're Live Archive. Thanks for the support, guys. See you next time. I don't understand it. I put everything back where it belongs. <laughs> Stupid piece of shit! One more, one more time, I really love it. I just, um... The delicious crystals are green! I know, he's Great! Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounded like Scotty for a second. Just be very careful with your pronunciation. Okay. <laughs> I didn't understand it. <laughs>